0: 7.02,
1: the newsmaker of the day with John Perlman.
0: So, Custis Emenia will be going to yet another uh, forum in Europe and a bid to get some justice in her battle against world athletics and the restrictions they've imposed on her and others. Uh, she will be appearing. She had lost an appeal in a Swiss federal court and then she will be going to... ...to another of the European Human Rights uh, Courts later. The date for that is the uh, 24th of May. It's going to be the European Court of Human Rights, uh, the Grand Chamber of the European Court of Human Rights. So, what might happen there and what uh, advances might Custis be able to make in her case... Well, to talk about this, we're joined by Dr. Tlaleng Mofokeng, who is UN Special Rapporteur on the Right to Health and will be an expert witness at this uh, particular hearing. Dr. Mofokeng, welcome and thanks very much for giving us your time on 702. I want to ask you this. Is this an opportunity to put new arguments or is it an opportunity uh, simply to take the same arguments to another forum?
1: Hi, Dr. John. Um, I think what's important about this case is to, of course, contextualize it in that you have, you know, there is a history to this. And what I'm doing as the Special Rapporteur on the Right to Health is bringing to the court um, an argument, of course, um, that states have obligations under international human rights law to prevent women athletes, um, you know, from violation of their dignity, quality, autonomy and physical and psychological integrity. And in terms of international human rights law, those are not necessarily new arguments, but what we do have the benefit of is that we have a new bench in terms of the judges who will be hearing this case. So what,
0: what, are, what are your key messages going to be as an expert witness? Um, we have talked about this matter before, but uh, refresh people's memory or share for people who may not have heard the last time we chat.
1: It's important to put on the record to the court that these interventions that Custer has been subjected to, which are ingesting hormonal treatments um, to lower her naturally occurring testosterone are not permissible. And in that they are intended to alter what is naturally and healthily hormonal levels for her. And they are doing this for simply for the reason of altering her performance in sport. However, these do have a serious consequence for her health. And the other thing we bring into the court is that these regulations are specifically targeted to those track events that only Casta Semenya was winning at the time and was extending at the time. And that, in fact, these interventions are based on gender and racial stereotypes about who is a woman and who is a woman athlete in particular and an elite athlete. But I think another point is that so much time of Casta has been lost doing a job that she loves, that she's good at, but also loss of income, yes. loss of privacy in her life and, of course, the severity of what I call degrading and unequal and discriminatory treatment at the hands of the athletic bodies.
0: What can you tell us uh, about this court and and its its mandate and reach, I suppose, because they may well say... Um, all of this is regrettable, but we can't force world athletics to do anything at all. Is, is this a bid to get uh, a, a specific remedy or is it a bid, uh, in part at least, to keep this front and centre in the public mind, uh, but also to record that, that the kind of abuses that you've just catalogued actually did take place?
1: i think it's, it's it's many reasons that one is that we have had to listen to what Casta Simena requires from all of us who are supporting her at different levels right. so from the u.n perspective it is important that business and private sector and non-state actors remember that they too have obligations in terms of human rights there's this idea that business is exempt or private entities are exempt from human rights What we want the court to do is to actually rule that the um, athletic bodies must review their compliance with prevailing human rights norms and standards, even at the domestic level. The problem right now is that with this court having been heard in Switzerland, Casta could not get effective remedy um, to what has happened to her. And we are allowing, or at least trying to provide her with other entry points to get justice and recourse. And what I think is reparative justice, I think at this stage, even she accepts that she can no longer run at the same pace, at the same peak as this happened ten years ago. But the loss of income and privacy and confidentiality and subjection to human rights violations, there must be consequence to it. And so the court may very well come back and, 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 and maybe... Find against Casta Simena, and all of us who are, have joined this case in the Green Chamber. Uh, however, it doesn't mean that the principles of human rights mm. can be argued. Those are what they are, and no one, not even the judges, can argue with human rights. However, it will provide her with other alternatives and other ways of recourse, and ultimately reparations.
0: Thank you very much, Dr. Tlaleng Mofokeng. Well, we look ahead to that hearing on the 24th of May. It's at the Grand Chamber of the European Court of Human Rights, Custa Semenya, once again uh, seeking justice in regard to her treatment by World Athletics. It's 19 minutes past five.